can say. <laughs> You've called Period. my bluff. <laughs> yeah. I've exposed you to our listeners. Jess does not know Brittany's fiance, Sam. <laughs> now that you all know, thanks, Lauren. Hey, ladies, and welcome back to Herspective and to the second episode of season three. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> I gotta stop. I, don't I know, know you really want to do that every time. Like, you love that. I don't really know why I'm not doing it very well, but <laughs> it just feels so natural. <laughs> Again, I don't know why. Because I just give us such a impressive and energetic introduction every time that you just feel it needs to be followed by club sound effects <laughs> not even good like that's not a good sound effect from like the i don't know early 2000s yeah ladies to the dance floor if that was ever found on a dj like mix now i think yeah that guy would be fired but i don't know i think people are still vibing that to be honest Obviously, you are one of those people. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's that's embarrassing. (laughs) Anyways, welcome to our show today, guys. (laughs) Welcome. I hope you enjoyed that one minute and 15 seconds of us talking about that sound effect that neither of us can do properly and no one likes probably. So, well, you didn't really try. So we don't know if you can't do it. I feel like I yes, I did try. I tried hard and I think I was better. Go. Pew, 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 pew. My first, it can't repeat. It was the first, it was a one-time thing. Okay. How did I miss it? I don't know. In Again, land. anyways, welcome to the show. <laughs> yeah. We are going to chat all about season two because we like to do these recaps for our listeners because I think it's, and it's also fun for us to kind of like go through the episodes and the season and like what we learned and, and who we talked to and the things that stand out the most and season two is jam-packed with a lot but mostly when I was reviewing and like thinking back to all our episodes no surprise here but COVID was kind of the epicenter of a lot of our shows yeah no surprise there obviously it was the epicenter of the world the world, every fucking aspect of our lives. Uh. And and still kind of is, unfortunately. I know. We don't have to tell you guys. You already know because you're living t- it too. And the thing is, a lot of the stuff we talk about can be, is often specific to like Western culture or North American. But this is actually literally global. And so for all our listeners that are not in North America, you, you are affected like this is a topic that affects us all. <laughs> yeah, we can all certainly relate to this topic. Unfortunately, I mean, obviously we wish that the topics we talk about are relatable, but unfortunately this one is a shitty one and uh, we all get it. So yeah. we're all still just trying to make it through and hopefully there will be light at the end of the tunnel soon. Um, but yes, the show is not specifically about COVID, so no worries there. And before we like go through the recap, we have like a few things on our like list of items that we've been wanting to chat about uh, together. And yeah, we haven't done like a, a good, you know, topic banter in a long time. Um, we've been, you know, really focusing on the our guests and our content in the episodes. But I think we all need a little throwback into our opinions <laughs> yeah. on, uh, on things in the, of the world. You're all... I'm sure missing just like our two cents of nonsense. Um, So one thing I've been thinking about a lot and it was triggered. Well, not triggered. It was just pointed out to me, not directly because I read it, but I was on Facebook because I still use Facebook very, very sparingly because uh, the elders of the world, like our parents. uh, You don't have to say it because we know. It's clear. (laughs) Just in case some of you don't, it's because our parents um, are using Facebook still. And so I post pictures of my children and just like my life and, you know, family members enjoy that sort of thing. But I noticed over the past little while, and tell me if you have too, that like every single post is a question. Like, 
the last or the third person in your post, like I guess it means if you start typing and the third name that comes up would punch you in the face for a million dollars or something like so ridiculous or like, you know, picture of a dog and name him the last thing you ate and it's like cheeseburger or something like that oh yeah so yeah, i'm I've like things like that yeah and it but i don't know if it's just my algorithm for some reason is <laughs> populating useless this like algorithm. <laughs> yes completely useless because i don't remember like selecting this sort of thing where this like this is definitely quality content you did, that like, i want to be fed back yeah. in 04 and it's like oh i know what she wants <laughs> yeah this is definitely it she wants to know what this dog's name would be did you ever do that? Did you ever do No, I, I don't do any of them. That's the thing. And Nobody does except for the no, 70-year-olds. They Everybody does them. And that's what Ooh. I thought originally too. Like, oh, this is just the old people get a kick out of this thing. Oh, this is funny and cute. No, it's like a lot of people. And I need so you to name one person we know who did this. I cannot do that and oust them. It's, it's just I've noticed that this is like all I'm getting on my feed. And... I realized because someone I know was participating in one of these little things and another person responded, a mutual friend, and said, you know, these are just data collecting posts. And it was like, oh, my God, that's exactly what it is. The bots are looking for information. Yes. So like, what's your favorite Mm. color? What's your this or what? And I don't know. Obviously, I don't know like the the science behind um why they're doing this kind of thing or like what they're getting if you name the dog again for example the the last thing you ate okay it was a cheeseburger when you type in cheeseburger does that send a message that you eat cheeseburgers so you're gonna start getting fed ads from like mcdonald's a and w like any kind of burger fast food joint and so on and so on everything the internet can tell you anything about you and that's I guess that's how they get the minute things. And that it's, makes sense. so it's kind of creepy. And then I just think about all these people that are just participating in every single one of these little quizzes. We all are participating in the data collection on our phones, our Google homes. Like they listen to everything. It's obvious when you, um, you know, when you're talking around your phone and you're talking about a certain brand or something and then the next ad that pops up is that. Like we know they're listening. So we really can't avoid it. I know, but now it's just like throwing it in your face. Like it's not just what you're talking about. Like you're now selecting it too. In a way, I just like I said, I found it interesting. I know. Well, I think they're watching us now on our laptops, aren't they? They're watching me right now. Lay on my bed. And <laughs> yeah. They oh, they watch all of it. Well, didn't you watch? Did you watch Clickbait? Yes, I did watch Clickbait. So, do you see that the brother of the girl? Okay, spoiler alert here, guys, but it's not about the plot. But anyways, the brother of the girl that killed herself, his job was looking through people's cameras. Oh, is that what he was doing? He was looking through the camera? I thought it was just like things that were being fed and he was choosing. No, he was logging on like that whole job was, I guess, data collectors. And they were gating that data through um, people's open laptops like ours right now. Yeah, that, those things actually exist. Those that job does yeah. exist. I I, yeah. I saw something on uh, Instagram about it was a Vice little. I guess it's a documentary, but I got the kind of you know commercial for it of a man, and he chose to be anonymous, but he basically was one of those people that had to go through all this content that was like sexual um like porn oh, content and it's like find child traffickers all sorts of things just anything um and he now suffers greatly from like ptsd because of it well do is everyone just leaving their laptop open do you i always but close this mine is when i'm not yeah i close mine but it's also not it wasn't like that it was about what they're trying to post it wasn't about people watching oh. you it was con development of content that they then would try and post and this person's Mm -hmm. job was to basically allow it or not allow it onto the channel the social media channel but because it was specific his department was specific to i guess just sexual content or something um and it was really 
unpleasant a lot of it and he's like now got ptsd because of it which is like just crazy because oh, now shit. there's people that have to do these jobs which like you said which i hate even thinking about or saying out loud is that now they have to go through all this content to find sex trap like well not just sex trafficking oh, yeah. but like child yeah. pornography abuse like everything and like that's your job that's what you look at all day every day how yeah, could you not like be fucked detectives. up by it? You know the detectives that have their job, you know, busting pedophile rings or like online um, tracking them down. Like, I don't know if they still have chat rooms anymore, but you know the ones that would pose um, as little kids trying to attract the pedophiles. Like, that's their job. I can't even imagine. I'm sure they like get desensitized, but oh my god, they must see just the most horrific things. And literally, I think we can all agree, like it doesn't get more horrific than that. Yeah. And we definitely don't want to go down this rabbit hole for this episode. No, but we learned a lot about this uh, with our guests from this season, uh, Shay, and she talked a lot about this. And so unfortunately, we kind of got a back end of that um, in, you know, as we recap season uh, two in this episode here, that was one of the ones that, you know, stuck with us so hard. Oh, for sure. Um, But just because we will probably touch on that episode uh, a little later on the show, to lighten it up before we get down that road. The before other we go back thing, to child trafficking, yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> well, like we said, it's episodes that really made an impact on us. But yes, yeah. to lighten to lighten the mood. Um, <laughs> the other thing from is another social media point. Obviously, we you know you watch TikTok, you watch Reels, all the all the videos. I've noticed this like influx of crazy lengths that people are going to to achieve the winged liner look or a certain <laughs> eyeshadow like the cat eye like they're they're taping their face like they're in some kind of like bdsm scene or something like I, that's what i thought it was the first time like it popped up when i was scrolling BDSM. and i was like oh my god what is happening like can they show this and then i watch it for a second and they're just like peeling it off to reveal a small triangle on the corner of their eye. <laughs> you know what's funny? I So I have seen like that briefly, but it just goes to show you how different our algorithms are because I don't see makeup. All I see on my reels is cleaning, plants, and um, nails, which is weird because I never ever do fake nails, but I fucking love nail art, I guess. <laughs> so that's all I see on my my Insta. Yeah, I don't I see don't do any of that stuff. So that's oh, and hilarious. food, obviously food, like keto diet stuff, which is weird because wh- who? How do you know if I'm keto and I'm not? So like, but I love them, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong, but how did you know that I might want this because I'm not even keto? But because you've been saying it out loud, that's why. Yeah, thanks for listening, uh, weirdos in the internet. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of weird things happening on the internet at all times as we know and has since the dawn of the internet but yeah just like these videos of people going to these lengths of taping up their faces just to achieve this tiny little spot for makeup i know it seems like why would you bother it really really don't really why do you bother people if you're someone out there one of our listeners that is doing that we want to know like what why there must be an easier way i just feel like there's an easier way like master the just practice yeah master it's not that hard even i can do it with a brush I feel like most people can. It's not a super intricate net. Like when I say that, I can't do it. But <laughs> most people can. Well, if even I can do it, I'm going to tell you right now, I can I can do much with makeup. So if I can do that, then anyone could do it. You could do it if you tried. I Absolutely. If I gave it a little effort, yeah. I probably could. I don't think I would need to. Well, I can't do it. I better start taping up my face. That would be the like, last it's quite, step for me. Like the last stop. Yeah. It's quite the jump. Like, oh, I used this brush or this pencil and nope, that didn't work. Okay, pull out the tape. Let's strap up my face in like 15 different places. People put tape, not just there, on the contour I've seen. I know. Yeah. And I mean, that seems a little bit more. Why? Acceptable, I guess. I I don't know why. I don't know why. (laughs) I don't even know why this is a topic that needs discussion, but it's obviously (laughs) quite popular. So... We had to talk about it. I'm like, you're the one deeming it that way right now, just so you know. (laughs) 
I do not feel that I'm alone. Um, well, I know something that is on the internet that is fantastic. Oh, what? Do share. Nothing to do with eyeliner and everything. Well, actually. Oh, thank God. It kind of is. This, as much as I love her, this girl needs to get her eyeliner. Just because you said that, I had, I was like, I know exactly what she's going to say. <laughs> I mean, I love her to death, but we can agree her eyeliner looks terrible. Anyways, Britney's engaged. The Britney Spears has recently got engaged, yes, and that is great news. It really just seems like things are unfolding in such a good way and positive way for her. And what we wanted to touch on Britney because, like, just think of all the episodes where we opened with talking about Britney and little Britney updates and, like, how awful it was to hear. And so, yeah, I like to believe that Britney went through her journey with us. Oh, she, well, you know, she did say that everyone you know having concerns for her and all of her fans starting the free britney movement is one of the things that motivated her to be honest because she was lying she was saying she was fine and you know she did say that she was saying that to hopefully make it true one day you know like if she says it out loud enough it will be true but her fans really pushing for answers really i guess brought it all to light and and she did chalk up her you know, coming out, I guess you could say, to that. So, yeah, we did go on that journey with her. And I like to say we contributed to her freedom. Me too. I'm like, who am I saying that to? <laughs> yeah, I I am really happy for Brittany. And it goes back to the point that we had made all sorts of episodes ago is because she is a adult woman, a mother, a huge celebrity like someone who has endless amounts of resources or so we would have thought yet found herself in this absolutely horrific like conservatorship which it seemed it would seem in hollywood land holly weird that something like that couldn't happen because you have so much power and you have so much money but Quite frankly, it was the opposite because of her power and her yeah. money. And she could pay for the best conservatorship ever. Yeah. And it, yeah, her dad really appreciates that, I'm sure. But he's like yeah. since stepped down, allegedly. Yeah. And he should be stepping himself right into jail for everything he's done. Yes, he really should. And I hope she sues the pants off him. Now that he's cut off and can't for afford his everything. own lawyer. Yeah. Like it's just... It, it's just terrible. Like the the yeah. fact that she had to live like that for all those years and God knows like what that has done to her relationship with her children, her other, the rest of her family. And I mean, just the fans, like I can't imagine also living in the public eye like that where for years and since Instagram has been a thing and since she's been on it and all the like weird, strange, uncomfortable to watch posts that she did like the questions are still out there is like was that her was she forced to was that at a time where she was like definitely mentally like unstable like nobody knows that yet um because she seems much more coherent and like alive and present a little crazy i think but i don't blame her for it you know what i mean like i want you i think a conservatorship like that would make you go crazy and you know what my whole thing on it is, yes, I think she seems a little bit nuts, but go, girl, because right now you're living for yourself. And if this is how you want to live, that's fine, so long as you're not trapped in a conservatorship. Even though, oh, yeah. like I said, eyeliner, like, she's still looking nuts and doing crazy things on her own with her dances and stuff, but I'm I'm not judging her on it in the sense that I want her to do that. I want her to do her live her truth. Live her truth. And live her best life. And I hope that is yeah. truly what Whatever she is doing. That entails. And I hope her fiance Sam is truly a good guy. He seems yeah. like he is, like pretty just chill and normal and just fun and has a good sense of humor. And well, now yeah, she's that's pissed all you can because hope for. Um, Octavia Spencer. Well, I, no. She, I, I follow this account called Celeb Comments, but octavia spencer is one of them so many people are being like sign a goddamn prenup because you're not getting taken advantage of by another man here and now she's pissed she's like everyone can kiss my ass for like those comments because she just wants people to be happy for her and and that must be tough to hear but it's like we're just looking out for you Brittany. because i'm like thinking the same thing i don't know his financial situation is he rich too i don't know but like be safe protect yourself (laughs) 
Yeah, well, if history has taught you anything, learn from it. Yeah. And but she, and he did say on his post that they will be doing a prenup, so rest assured, yeah. folks. He, and he and I liked how he kind of made a joke about of out of it and brought yeah. humor to it because he's like, you know, yeah, we're definitely having a prenup because you know I don't want to lose my Jeep and my sneakers yeah. if, we, if she leaves yeah. me. So something like that. Anyway, good on you, Sam. And honestly, we are super happy for Brittany, and I hope you get everything you want and have the wedding. The real wedding of your dreams to her wedding to kevin federline probably wasn't Ugh. it <laughs> i don't I know block that out i want to just block that out because i just <laughs> never liked it then and i even now i'm like ew yeah. <laughs> i don't it like was, it now she so, has yeah. an interesting choice in men to say the least well sam is hot i yeah. i don't know obviously him. <laughs> You don't? In I thought you were like besties. To, be <laughs> <laughs> to clarify, <laughs> we don't actually know Brittany and Sam. I know it comes Sam. across like we do. <laughs> I love how we know them on a first name basis, though. <laughs> it's just like Brit and Sam. Yeah. But, and I, like, what I mean by I don't know him is that I just don't, I don't really know anything about him. What is he, a no, model or something? That is it. That no yeah. explanation needed. You don't know him. <laughs> I hope he's a good guy. Bottom line, that's all I can say. <laughs> You've called Period. my bluff. <laughs> yeah. I've exposed you to our listeners. Yeah, was- Jess does not know Brittany's fiance, Sam. <laughs> now that you all know, thanks, Lauren, I guess I can't speak on it. <laughs> not sure when that's ever stopped me, but here we are. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think the Brittany update is a good segue into um, some other stuff, just like the fashion choices the celebrities are making these days like fine i get it the 90s is making a comeback which i don't hate all of it a lot i do hate but you know the vmas were last night um i guess when this airs like a week a week and a bit ago and beebs you know big clap and shout out to our canadian boy beebs for winning artists of the year at the vmas but he his win to me was a little overshadowed by his outfit choice for the evening, which consisted of like huge '90s like raver pants jeans, I think they were, a black hoodie, and then this god awful beige suit jacket. All it literally together. The only thing I could think of when I was watching this was like, I get it, you know, celebs push the boundaries, but this just looked. Like, he picked items out of a garbage bag on the side of the road, like, that was up for donations. This has nothing to do with fashion and everything. It just looks so lazy. Like, you know, I don't even think it was pushing boundaries. I think it was just bad. Just bad. No yeah, other no, way it was it. U- ugly and, like, yeah, celebrities, that's what they do. That's what they're known for. They can wear whatever the hell they want and call it fashion. And we all, you know, run to the nearest store to get the hideous thing that they're wearing we go to get fashion (laughs) we go to get the fashion but like his wife is this bombshell of a woman like she is just so beautiful i personally don't enjoy her fashion either but like what they're like 24 25 you can wear whatever the hell you want when you look like hailey bieber quite frankly but it's yeah she wears stuff like that too she has that like bummy look as well which is so fucking weird (laughs) because You're, I guess she's so pretty, but whatever. I don't know. It's strange to me. You're so rich. Where literally anything else. Literally anything. But the thing is, that's that's the like hilarity of their of celebrity fashion. It's because like the, it all kind of started. Well, it didn't start. It re-emerged. I yeah. think kind of like when Kanye came on the scene with his literal like ruined clothing. Like yeah, and Balenciaga is is good for that too like yeah literally posting the most ridiculous of things a lot of the fashion houses have that sort of dirty person grunge style but where we know that grunge came in the 90s and like that was the look ripped jeans ripped shirts messy hair oversized everything tattered the which was like the point right like you were going against the status quo it was sort of you know trying to not conform and that's how people express themselves because it like went along with the music like basically nirvana that's the 90s that's what happened yeah and then they popularized that and took away their whole point (laughs) yeah exactly and that's the thing nothing if you try to not conform it will become conformity because 
people are like, yeah, I'm part of that too. So anyway. Even when you look like a fucking homeless person, like strolling in off the street, accepting a VMA. I personally think it's a bit of a slap in the face though when they do that. I know. You can afford to wear any... Thing you want. But it's not just that. It's like, you know how hockey players have to wear suits to their games as a respect thing? What, don't we have that going at all anymore? Like, again, I like to see the fashion. I like to see the, like, you pushing the boundaries. But really, that? Like, it was just so bad. It was too bad, I think, to do that. And, like, I don't know how I feel about Kim K showing up walking around with a fucking mask on like that either. Isn't that, like, BDSM stuff, too? Yeah, you're on. You're onto something with that. I'm not sure about the BDSM tape, but you're onto something with that. <laughs> well, but even before, like the the like polar opposites of some of the women, right? Like Megan Fox was naked, essentially, naked. with like a sheer with like a nylon over her body. If I look like that, I'd be naked always. Also, where I, mean, I am he, naked always, so I get it. Yeah, but like <laughs> not walking red carpets. No, I still feel like, and, you know, put it this way, maybe they've walked so many red carpets, they're like, I've already done the suit thing, I'm over it, I guess, I don't know, there's only so many times you can wear a suit, maybe that's where they're coming from, because I'm like, no, I'd be wearing a sick dress, but it's like, they already did that too, so maybe they're bored, I don't know. Well, yeah, how many, I guess, it's, how many times can you dress up, how, like, they're all- Well, every time that you're in public on a red carpet, for one. (laughs) Yeah, but I, like you said, maybe they're bored of it, maybe they're over that whole- scene where now they just want to have that shock value right they just want to be like oh my god like look at everybody's gonna talk about it that's all i saw on any social channel today was basically those two like bieber's outfit which like i said overshadowed the fact that he won this award and i don't know if he cares or if it means anything to anybody or him being the artist of the year for the probably VMAs. not and or he's he like a it. verified artist on spotify i don't really know what that means but apparently that's a thing now and i think he's the first one he wasn't so, before i don't know i don't I, that's the first time i've even ever heard of being a verified artist so hmm. i don't actually know what that means and so if any of our listeners do because apparently i'm too lazy to google it you let us know. Um, <laughs> but us. anyway, you've got like Megan Fox naked and Kim K literally in head to toe leather. <laughs> yeah. And I saw the memes that are like, tell me you're back with Kanye without telling me you're back with Kanye. And it's funny because I thought the exact same thing when I saw it because, well, I don't know. He just does weird shit too like that. But I will say I am... I'm feeling something. I don't know if if I'm feeling away or anything. I'm noticing that it's interesting <laughs> that for once, um, you know, a performance is overshadowed by an outfit on a man. You know, that happens all the time with women. They ask, what are you wearing? You know, who they are don't you really. Wearing? Yeah. Who are you wearing instead of, you know, talking about their accomplishments? You know, that's a common issue that women in Hollywood are you know in any yeah, they're sort more of interested fame. in what they're wearing versus what even they have to say political candidates what in they their, do yeah so it's funny that this is now happening to a man for once ever well I mean he's just being called out for the choice I guess um but no one asked him right like he just yeah, yeah they didn't the, ask the focus him wearing, though the focus was, is on the outfit versus the accomplishment which is, yeah yeah I, you know he kind yes. of did it to himself and the thing is, whatever, wear what you want. I, at the end of the day, we don't know these people. We don't give a shit. We're never going to be anywhere like near them. But what I do think, and to your point about hockey players wearing suits out of respect, the very least, he should have taken his hood down. It's the same as you don't wear a hat at a dinner table. And yeah, fine, call you're us, not allowed call to wear a hood. old school. But I just think you are thanking. That's not old school. You're not allowed to wear a hood in school or like... You know, in other dinner table. Exactly. In in situations where you're signifying, I guess, respect, uh, like, or manners. Yeah. Manners, politeness. Why can't you do it in school? Like, I don't know. Is that manners? I don't know what that is, but you're signifying something and he should have. It's just as like, do you think that you're like above this moment when you should feel honored and you should be showing, you know, that you're grateful to be voted for it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, the only way to say it really is like bad form, man, bad form. Because, I think so, too. Even yeah. though I appreciate the the right for people to dress how they want, obviously, 
I want to see a woman walk down the red carpet not in heels for once. Like, let's normalize better things on the red well, carpet instead of hoodies. It's not a red carpet, but our Green Party leader, Annami Paul, made a point of showcasing the fact that she wore running shoes to a debate instead of heels because she said... You know, all these women that go up there and have to stand there for hours in heels, for what? Why? I'm wearing running shoes. I'm going to be just comfortable as the male counterparts up there. And I just need to say, and I know I posted about it, but I just need to say that in the more recent debate, Canada is going through an election for y'all that don't know. And if you care, we're going through an election um, and we have one female candidate. Her name is Annamie Paul. She represents the Green Party. And I was watching the latest debate, and I could not help but notice and do a little, like, rah-rah for the women because the men, when they were speaking, for the most part, specifically our fearless leader and Justin Trudeau and Aaron O'Toole, so those are the leaders of the liberal and conservative parties, they just were like dogs. Like, they couldn't stop barking and I mean it in that way where it's like back and forth at each other where every time it was her turn to speak or rebuttal she did not interrupt she did not really insult she was poised she was eloquent and she was concise and my thought is you know I am quite surprised that women do not rule well every country but my own Canada because women get shit done Everyone turns to a woman. You'd think all the men would be voting in a woman because they don't want to deal with anything. They don't want to do it. Like when we all have moms, like when you can't find something, who do you ask? Mom. When you want to do something, who do you ask? Mom. When you need to go to an appointment, who takes you? Mom. And I know I'm generalizing. Don't come for me, y'all that are like, now my dad does that or I do that as a father if any men listen. Oh, yeah. But I'm just saying realistically, the mother or the woman or the female of the household or whatever typically is the organizer and yeah but it's ego I know what it is I just think at some point doesn't it get tiring being so egotistical they love it they're fucking you know obviously we're so pro-woman so yes of course I want a, a woman up there more than anything but when you say that you're proud of a woman for being up there because she was so poised, all I hear is that she probably was trained because if she wasn't, then she'd be labeled hysterical and emotional and they can get up there and run their mouths and fucking look insane. But she had to probably train extra to keep it cool or else they would have focused on that solely. And I you're right. Resent and that. that's really unfortunate. And you really rained on my parade there with that comment. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. No, recognizing that she is a woman of color as well as just a female. You're right. It is unfortunate that she again, something that is being she's being overshadowed. My point about her i guess is overshadowed by the what is probably the truth that she needed to train to and had to speak to herself probably in those moments like don't interrupt don't lash out don't yeah. yell because she i probably don't want to be like a, a coach for it yeah or she just knows like most of us as women yeah. know yeah and so she but i mean still i'm still gonna give her props for oh being i wasn't able taking to away her props it. i and, just want to say that Yes. No, I know you weren't. But I, I'm saying like I want to give her props because being able to do that must have been hard enough because yeah. me watching, I want to tear the heads off all of them, you idiot men. And <laughs> I know. And I love men. We say this before. We know. In that but, situation, it was yeah. just so annoying. And um, hello, we're allowed to want a fucking woman in there for once. Yeah. God. God. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, I mean, speaking of women, I think it's a good time to get into our app. Like, what, really 37 minutes in? Yeah. <laughs> if you're still listening. <laughs> yeah, after we put you all to sleep. <laughs> we we do, we are going to talk, um, you know, the recap and get into the episodes. But like I said, speaking of women, our show is exclusively women guests. Um if you are new to the show and we really pride ourselves on being able to do that and being a platform that amplifies strong and 
like interesting and great female voices and if you do listen to this show you know that and we've you know there's not a single guest that we've had on our show that we were you know slightly disappointed with we've just been in awe of pretty much everybody and the takeaways are unmatched and so I want to give my first um takeaway so you know on par with somewhat of it wasn't an intentional theme of our season two but this this episode did kind of circle around uh COVID but we spoke with gastroenterologist and certified nutrition coach Dr. Sapna Makija and I loved that episode because it was just so informative like we talked about poop your your intestinal tract the systems everything so we literally talked shit on this episode and she was so cool though like she was just so fun and she knew how to like make light of her job and the situation I mean I how can you not like you literally deal with people's poop and bowels and intestinal tracts all day like that's and she's a specialist in it so she's like incredibly intelligent um but it was just like she broke down a lot of misconceptions about how people are supposed to be regular and like how often you're supposed to have bowel movements and are vitamins and supplements really beneficial and I think for you like that was a really interesting point because we've had the conversation before where I've said like oh I'm regular well what I thought is supposed to be regular which is like having a movement every day where you didn't or don't and you thought you were irregular because of that so we've both been like going through life thinking (laughs) certain ways about what is quote-unquote normal and not normal when it comes to taking a poop and we were wrong honestly that's something I think about every day Uh, (laughs) (laughs) doctor despite the fact that you don't do it every day (laughs) <laughs> well, that's probably why. And, uh, you know, of course, there are times that I'm like, oh, God, how long has it been? But again, she said, <laughs> as long as you're you're not feeling bloated and when you go, it feels like you're empty. These are words of wisdom I carry with me all the time and I feel fine. So I just know <laughs> that that's my body. <laughs> that's right. And I and I mean, there's so much more to the episode than that. But like that was just one that I really like that came to mind really quickly because I do think about it every yeah. day, too. And I think about like if I'm not feeling super comfy or like in that area and or I haven't gone to the bathroom like I think I'm supposed to. It's like access like a calming mechanism where I'm like, no, it, it's OK. It's normal. And there you can, you know, listen to the episode. She gets into the signs on how you can know if your movements are normal or not normal. Um, yeah. But also vitamins, she said, for the most part, like supplements and vitamins are just expensive urine. Yeah. <laughs> like so that's another thing I think out. about a lot, too, because obviously, you know, we all want to have optimal health. But I uh, I know not to fuck around and waste my money anymore. Thank you, Dr. Sapna. Yes, thank you. And, you know, I'd love to have her back on just to like kind of do a part two of that episode. Yeah, that would be really good. I'm sure there's just so much more that we could talk about. So much shit talk we could do. We love shit talking in all the We really just did the episode so we could say we talked shit. But actually mean it too, you know? (laughs) It has a double meaning. I think we're just interested in health a lot, you know, Probably as a result of COVID. I mean, you know, obviously health trends have always been top of mind uh, and it's nothing new. But personally, I feel more and more and I guess we're getting older. I don't know. But I'm interested in exploring like other ways to be healthy and that will come out in some of our future guests to come. So stay tuned for that. But uh, yeah, I think that was some. that's probably why that episode was so impactful for us. So a, a banger. <laughs> Seriously. So what? Okay, you go. You tell us one that has stuck with you. I mean, I've said it before and I know maybe we shouldn't. I don't know if we should cover it again, but the sex trafficking episode with Shay and Vidiata was well, one and two. We had her on twice. Um, And of course, we talked about other things that, again, you know, uh, censorship and, you know, media, which also kind of tied into COVID. Fuck, we can't escape COVID. But anyways, um, a lot of things that she talked to us about really, I think, enlightened the both of us and kind of like not pushed us on a new train of thought, but really invited us to 
explore things that are other than mainstream media, which I am. I kind of wish I could go back to being a little bit more ignorant um, in all things that are on the media, to be honest. But it was really eye opening to hear about the tragedies, how close they are to home. And I don't know. I just it, it stuck with me so much. Yeah, and it still unfortunately feels like a pretty untapped issue that our country and the world, but like obviously we care specifically about our own country and like those in it and what's happening here, um, is something that's just still not really being addressed or is at the forefront. And, you know, this year has been quite, I hate using the term, but like, you know, they're calling for the reset. And, and this year has been sort of an, an eye opener because of COVID. And and one of the things is like the indigenous women and so many are that go missing. And there's just essentially nothing done about it. It's like yeah. it doesn't matter. It's almost like they're they don't have the value to spend time on finding out what's going on. And, you know, Shay said a lot of them are in sex trafficking now yeah and forced, forced into it i want to say it here partially for manifesting which again is another theme that we talked about a lot um but i want to cover this on an episode guys if you're listening and you know somebody who you know can speak to this please this is something that's important to us we've been trying to get people on the show to talk about this situation this isn't something that we're sleeping on but if you guys have any recommendations of people that that can really speak to you know the injustices that are happening in the indigenous and indigenous female communities then we'd love to speak with them and just bring even more awareness than all the awareness that we could possibly bring absolutely we're not going to speak on something because we're not that well informed I don't want to just take things that I see on the internet and try and like talk talk about it I don't want to I would never want to come across insulting or insensitive so you know if you are a part of that community and and you you care to share please get in touch and we're happy to have you on the show (laughs) yeah um so okay another one and I think this is a big one for both of us too is when we spoke to Kat Nance the somatic Mm, therapist yeah when she hit the nail on the head with her anecdote of, you know, she used the example of you're standing there doing the dishes and your partner comes along and we're talking heterosexual uh, couple in this instance and a woman, me, for example, or you are standing there doing the dishes and your boyfriend, husband comes along and kind of grabs your breast and you react physically. Like cringe in like word. A, yeah and and get kind of angry and just like her talking about like the fact that she used that as an example we I remember us both being like kind of lost for words like we were just like what why would you say that like it was so bang on that we didn't even know what to say and had never even given it a second of thought as to why my body reacts even though my mind knows that it's okay, I'm safe. It is not in an aggressive way. Like my husband does not approach me in a As frightening a chunk or of aggressive <laughs> or dangerous. Yeah, or a dangerous way. And just, you know, talking, learning about somatic therapy and what it is and how it's used to heal different issues uh, and, and the connecting the mind with the body because often in those the, what happens is the body and mind are not connected. They're not functioning as one. And I know that sounds kind of crazy, but listen to the episode because yeah. you will understand. Um, and we had no idea. No, and I know that you took a lot from that. I, I I think you even wanted to become a somatic therapist after listening to it. Yeah, And good for did. you because clearly it did affect you and it did speak to you. And I mean, that's all what we aim for and all with all of our guests but it was just I think it spoke to us so much because it was so it was something we never considered like even still it seems crazy to think about how your mind and your body and need or your body needs specific healing you know after a trauma for example even something like a leg break you know I would never consider that it's so weird and actually we should probably have her back on again because I'd like to drive that point home even more you know what I mean I want to like explore that even more but Absolutely. Maybe TBD. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What else you got for us? Well, one that I really loved. I mean, and it's so hard to pick because they're all amazing. But one that I loved was when we talked to Dr. Natalia Petrozella, 
about the whole Chippendales, I guess, history and everything going on there. I I think you can all agree how well spoken uh, Natalia was on the show, and she was just it, she has her own podcast, so it, she was just amazing. It was like a, a quite the treat having her on discussing everything like that. Yeah, she was yeah mind blowingly good speaker like she she's a historian she's an author she's a teacher she's an activist and she's was the podcast host she she did the podcast uh Chippendales Revealed where she documented and interviewed people and goes back in time uh and talks about the history of the Chippendales and how it began but we wanted to talk to her because we felt that there was like this link because she brings it up in the show one of the guests say like the Chippendales played a huge part in the women's liberation movement and we were like wow what a statement to make and so we wanted to have her on to talk about that and see what she really thinks do you feel that it did play a part or was that just like a kind of egotistical male thing to say because it was a man um that was on her show that said it so it was just really interesting to like listen to her she's so incredibly intelligent and just like you already said such a fantastic speaker we could have just sat there and listened to her like I was actually sad when her podcast was over because I wasn't done like I needed more of her so that's a that is such a good one and I highly recommend our listeners listen to that episode and to the Chippendales Revealed episode, uh, podcast as well. Yeah, and you guys will get a treat because like you said, it, it's just so interesting how you think Chippendales, it's like one thing, how can it can even contribute to women in any way? But she really go, does a good job of exploring that. And then I love like talking rhetoric and, and exploring how things affect other things. Totally. I love how elegantly I put that, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and so that obviously it was so interesting and another fun and uh well informative but like a light you know a light amazing episode so yeah and that really good one that you'd never even really think about like you know outside of someone bringing it to your attention but yeah another one that I uh, like well she was she's been on our show twice uh Sabrina Razak uh we've talked to her about women in sports and just she she's in her she's becoming a a doctor so she's a PhD candidate and another incredible speaker and she's an educator and an author as well and a, a researcher and that episode really stood out because she gave us some information that I had absolutely no idea about especially as it pertains to women like pro athlete female pro athletes and one tidbit in particular is the fact that only female pro athletes or I guess and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Jess, but if I remember correctly, it was specific to Olympic athletes that only women are tested for testosterone levels. And yeah, basically I think it was... to prove that they're actually women. <laughs> Which even just saying that is so fucking ridiculous. And I think that, you know, we were so shocked. I don't know why, because, you know, women face injustice all the time, especially in created for male situations like sports. Um, but yeah, that was a really big eye opener. And we love talking about and bringing awareness to injustices that women face. And, you know, you and I, we love sports, but we're not, I wouldn't say we're like female athletes growing up in like all these sports. We play sports, but I don't know if we were really in that world where it would have affected us or we would have noticed anything like that. Like we ain't going to the Olympics and getting tested or anything like that. So we didn't even know that that stuff was even going on. Um, So having her on and bringing awareness to the fact that these horrible things are happening to women, it's insane. And, you know, even going further, it's not just happening to women who it's really affecting is women of color um, and transgendered individuals. Right. Who have higher levels of testosterone. That's just how they are. And it's insane that it would really target them. And uh, it's just fucked. It's fucked. (laughs) Yeah. She brought a lot of light to like the inequalities that pollute the sports, like the professional sports industry, specifically females, um, inequalities, racism, just general unfair treatment of them. And it's again, like, I think we all know that this goes on, but it's what you see on TV. They're all smiling. They're, you know, everyone looks happy. And until there's some kind of like scandal or something that happens, then you don't really get that information that so many women are not like allowed to participate or compete because of certain things like having 
higher levels of testosterone that surpass what is deemed acceptable uh, for a woman to participate in a woman's sports. And um, yeah, Sabrina did mention that often women of color do test higher and that's just natural and everybody has different levels there isn't one level so that was again just like one tidbit that stood out and um sabrina is just so like well versed in women's studies and women in sports and just all of that and you know we definitely recommend those episodes uh that we had her on because you learn a lot you know it's important and it was helpful because now like I even have more appreciation for female pro athletes and like I want to see more women's sports and being recognized the way male sports is recognized like let's get excited about women's basketball soccer and quite frankly the women were kicking ass during the Olympics this year so you know there's something Go to be girls. said for that yeah like obviously these women are just absolutely incredible athletes and they did better than the men so I just need to put that out there Uh. (laughs) (laughs) yes always put that out there um and I guess you know one of my next episodes and that was one of my favorites obviously was when we talked about who her perspective was no I'm just kidding (laughs) Uh uh-huh um was when we were star blinded no what's the word fuck starstruck I guess it's not an episode yeah starstruck (laughs) fuck uh, starstruck with our ultimate favorite influencer, uh-huh. Kim, right? Yeah. <laughs> From She Confidential. And obviously, best episode ever. Like, love her, love everything she does. And she has been taking a little break on um, Insta lately. And for some reason, I think she's pregnant, but. <laughs> oh my God. Did you just out her pregnancy <laughs> announcement? Kim, no, I don't we know don't actually sure. know. Please don't. Yeah, hate disclaimer. Us. Just disclaimer. I'm sorry if you are, and I did out you, but I, for some reason, have this feeling, and I never am intuitive, so I'm probably dead wrong. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's where I was going with it. Or maybe her husband Drew, her but maybe my buddy Drew. Um, his name is Andrew. Sorry. <laughs> He's just like, get the fuck off Instagram for a minute. I don't know. But it, she's been quiet. But yeah, she has. So much. And if anybody knows that she's taken a break, it's Jess. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> so if you knew those intimate details about her life because you are so really, a stalker. You really enjoy her content. But because it is fantastic <laughs> and do. that episode was awesome. And I, she was so fun to talk to. And she's so real and authentic. And that's why we wanted to talk to her. I mean, in fairness, we did have her sister, Taya, on uh, in season one who also is incredible musician and singer um so kim just seemed like you know obviously if we have one talented sister we have to have the other and her feed her posts her content is a breath of fresh air because it's so like non-controversial and she's just you know shares what she likes and in such a pleasant happy way and you can't watch her stuff and not feel like good you're like okay you know what i'm gonna go make that smoothie that she just made right now and i'm gonna go like yeah basically we also want to buy everything that she posts about which is not good for the bank account but no but so i for, trust for being her quiet lately yeah 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 you. me too I she's so real her. everything yeah. she said it's like oh this is this because of this and it's like yeah i, I see that you know so yeah and she responds to every DM herself. She manages all of her social media accounts just by herself. So that also really speaks to her authenticity and like how she really values her followers and what she does. And this is not even her full-time gig. Like she has a full-time job also. So she's just fantastic. If you're not following Kim at The Sheet Confidential, you need to be because you can't, yeah. you won't be disappointed. She is awesome. I mean, you should be following everyone we talked about today and everyone we talked to ever because, as you guys know, as listeners of the show, we absolutely adore every guest that we have on. Um, Obviously, I would never even say that we've had a bad guest. I couldn't if I wanted to because they've been fantastic and so informative and so much girl power and girl love going on here. And we're just so lucky that we've had the best people on and This was a recap of season two as we go into season three. And we're just so excited to keep that momentum going into season three. Totally. And I mean, we love every episode. I think it goes without saying like this was not a 
highlight of our favorites. This was just, you know, we wanted to pull some points out from episodes that really like stuck with us, which they all have their valuable points and like things that you know we we take away literally and truly we take so much away after these shows and apply them to our lives often you know we've talked about money with nicole victoria um the founder of no budget babe um yeah i still apply some of like that was a good one yeah amazing one i still apply some of like the pointers that brooke corradetti from socially brooke gave us about social media the algorithm um to our our socials and so yeah we just we've had oh and we sorry i have to mention when we spoke to kim kim vopney the vagina coach i don't know if y'all listened to that episode if you haven't please do because she basically taught us about our own bodies and all the things we don't know as a woman about our own bodies that we should know and like things that are just like not taught to us or like expressed how important these like things are to know about the way your body works the functionality everything especially if you and the pelvic floor well that's what yeah exactly and how little we know about it and that's the thing that you need a lot of (laughs) to have babies and (laughs) you need a good one and what happens to it after you have children and just like so many things so on that i will just say Girls, women, if you have a friend or yourself that is pregnant or you plan to get pregnant or you just had a child, go seek out a pelvic floor specialist because you will love us for giving that information. Yeah, you won't regret it. And we, well, I speak for Lauren only because I don't have kids, but um, we wish we knew this when Lauren was pregnant. We do. We do (laughs) wish we knew that. But yeah, and also one more thing from her before we close out, maybe the most important thing that ever has happened on our show. We all call our vaginas vaginas, but that's only like the whole. It's actually a vulva. So we should probably normalize the real name. Yeah, we should start calling that's fucking it weird. a vulva <laughs> unless we are specifically talking about the vagina as Our just hole. stated, which is the entrance into that dark cavernous hole into our body. <laughs> <laughs> but that's really what it is, right? Like, shouldn't we be calling that the v- – it's like – I don't know. Anyways, yeah. I don't know where that came from. And obviously we learned that in school when our sex ed teachers were not teaching us properly when they're like, this is the vagina. Little Cindy needs to raise her hand and be like, no, it isn't. That is the vulva. (laughs) Well, yeah, it's like a men calling their penis a urethra because that's their hole. So it's (laughs) fucking weird. But sorry, I... (laughs) <laughs> well it's in, in the same it's realm. like calling it the scrotum this, yeah and it's like that's just a part of it but anyways this was brought up to my attention today from another previous guest Gigi Engel and she posted something today it says vulva not vagina it said it like a hundred times on her post so I'm like right yeah like don't forget this guys so yeah I wanted to just remind everyone <laughs> so yeah we we have had just like season two was awesome a lot of the episodes did have a bit of a COVID theme to it but it's all important um we hope that you guys if you haven't heard them all will go back through it we talk about literally everything sex love relationships health fitness wellness um cancer we had kate and claudia nichols from the podcast stage four clinger on to talk about dealing with stage four cancer or we talk about friendships we talk about makeup like literally everything so if you're looking for something of interest to you check out our show because we probably have spoken about it and as we said we talk about shit yeah don't forget shit and also check season one out we're not we're not sleeping on season one here either um but this has just happened to be a season two recap but anyways, yeah, if you don't see it in season two, go back to season one. And then if you don't see it on either, let us know and then we'll try and get it on season three. And uh, we're so into hearing your feedback. Again, this is a show for by women for women. So we want to put out what women are interested in hearing. Chances are we want to hear about it, too. So love to hear any feedback from you guys. We hope that season three is going to be just another amazing season with equally as impressive guests and tons more information and we did 44 episodes in season two we'll probably be around that in season three and yeah follow all our guests because 
you will want more information after you hear their episodes. They're amazing. All Everything they post is amazing. It's the gifts that keep on giving. <laughs> totally. And if you didn't hear our episode, our first episode of season three, it was with Kelly Chase of Love is Blind, the Netflix show Love is Blind. That's right. You heard that correctly. And she is amazing. She was so great to talk to. So if you didn't catch that one yet, go back one week and that's where it will be. Yeah, she's so good that on our season three recap, we'll definitely be mentioning her. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's a a given. Um, So thanks for hanging out with us on this crazy episode. And we love, I think we do this more for ourselves. We love these recaps because we get to go down episode (laughs) lane and like just remember all our cool guests and the little things that we took away. Um, And thanks for humoring us. Yeah, and uh, stay tuned for all the awesome guests. So if you're not following us, please do at Herspective underscore podcast on Instagram and send us your feedback. Also, please remember to review, rate, and subscribe because that helps the show. Thanks so much, guys. Bye. Bye.